Welcome back, everybody, to the Real Japan podcast, bringing you the latest headlines from Japan. And I am one of your hosts, Kenzo. And I am Ferg. And uh, this week, we have the Coronavirus Roundup, because what is a current events podcast these days without at least a little bit of coronavirus news? And we'll have some miscellaneous articles as well for your listening pleasure. So, yeah, how's uh, how's your week been, man? It's not been too bad, thanks. This, uh, this past weekend, I went to see... You know, I was mostly at home, but I did take a short trip out to go and see some forest flowers called Mizubasho. I posted a picture on our real japan instagram earlier so yeah username real japan guys check it out yes sir it's an interesting flower it's called mizubasho or skunk cabbage in english i believe not a great name it's not super popular in the west but it's actually quite like people like it in japan and they quite often go to see it you know in, in spring when it flowers it flowers for a few weeks in around you know the beginning of may usually so if you haven't caught them yet, it might be too late already. But that little park where I went to see them, you know, it's kind of a mm. little nature nature reserve, I guess you would say, was still open. But there's another oh, okay. one. Yeah, there's another one nearby. It's not a park as such. It's more like a series of connected trails in an area of the mountain, you know. Mm. And uh, it's closed because of coronavirus. What do you think about that? Well, um, because because you're out in uh, in the countryside, yes, uh, sir. But but, ar- but around here, um, in the in the big city, um, mm. yeah, like all, all the parks have been closed for for a while. Yeah, um, so save for a few. I don't know. I don't know like how they decide, but I mean there are a couple of parks that are open. So yeah. you know, uh, the the kids go go play at the ones that are open but then some are just straight up closed and then some are open but the parking lots are closed and i, yeah. I don't know it's, it's just kind of weird hodgepodge of and like you never really know like until you go yeah yeah i would have so. thought like these you know parks might be okay to keep open but i guess we have to prioritize health and safety don't we yeah, I guess so. Unfortunately, yeah. Although it looks like I just saw, um, I, I I just saw the headline. I didn't, I haven't read the the details, but um, mm. today um, Abe is uh, said there's gonna be a, like one of those expert meeting things tomorrow, where a bunch of smart people get together and talk about when to lift the the emergency. State of emergency. Ah, yes. The good old expert meeting. Yeah, and uh, apparently they're uh, going to announce within maybe the next few days that um, they're going to lift the state of emergency, the nationwide one Mm. anyway. Yeah, yeah. Did did you have any news about your weekend or your week, sorry, or shall we move on to the coronavirus roundup? Oh, me? Um... I went out once. Okay. Uh, but not like out, out. I, I went mm. uh, because uh, the old lady bought a mm. car. Okay. Um, so I had to go pick up the car. But no, right. That's about it, yeah. And, and, and you know, it's, uh, it's a nice car. It's used. Mm. But, she, mm. but she wanted to, because right now we have this big SUV thing. Mm. And she's not, she's not very confident in... Uh, driving it on japan's narrow streets yeah 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 so so she got um just a a small compact car for Mm. uh to like to like go you know buy groceries and whatnot Mm. yeah i drive a little compact car like a a keiji doshi it's a four-wheel drive model for the mountains up here Mm -hmm. i would i would prefer to have a you know a bigger car for safety reasons but I, I bought yeah, the car I have yeah. now because it was, you know, it costs less. But it's it is it does come in handy sometimes, you know, having a smaller car certainly. 
Oh yes, yeah, certainly. Yeah, because when when I drive around the the SUV, the big monster. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean there there will be times where like I'll want to go to you know a certain sp uh, spot, but then the um, the the sat nav will tell me to go down like these really narrow streets. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, and so sometimes like they'll tell me to like turn right into this you know narrow street, and I'll just have to be like, nope, not gonna fit <laughs> down there. So yeah. so I so I gotta kind of pull over and like try to find a alternative yeah, way to get there I, using like the main streets. Mm. Yeah, similar for me. Often these country roads are basically like one lane roads with passing mm -hmm. spots. Right, right, right. And right. if it's two small cars, or sometimes. Uh, depending on the size of the road, a big car and one small car, like me and the small car, you can usually get by. But if it's two big cars, I think it would be a lot more difficult. Yeah, that's that's always what I'm afraid of. Is like, like, like you said, like it was me and like probably you know if it was my car and your car going mm. different ways, then it'd be okay. But if yeah. two cars the size of my car were going down one of those roads and trying to like get by each other. It it might it might get pretty hairy, so Yeah, certainly. Certainly. Oh well but, it's uh, yeah. good that you got your new car safely. Yeah, yeah, it was um the the streets were pretty traffic was pretty bad, I must say, so I guess um people aren't staying home that much anymore. I don't know. Yikes. Well, Shall we move on to a quick roundup of coronavirus-related yeah, news stories in Japan? Okay. So as of the date of recording, Wednesday the 13th of May, there were 16,065 confirmed cases in Japan with 678 deaths. Iwate Prefecture is still the only prefecture in Japan with no reported cases of coronavirus. What do you think about that? I think um, when before the Golden Week holiday, I was thinking that some people were going to go go home from Tokyo, you know, go to visit family and. Uh, Cause it to spread, but um, apparently yeah. it hasn't happened. Although it's it takes like uh, don't they say it takes like two weeks for the cases to actually show up? You know, because of the incubation period and whatnot. So I don't know. Maybe maybe in two yeah. weeks we'll we'll see some. But I hope we don't. But yeah, yeah. It would be amazing if Iwate can keep a clean record through this crisis. Yeah, I mean that's um that's some tourist dollars right there. You can you can use that for marketing. Yes, sir. Yeah. The, the high, prefectures with the highest numbers of cases, as you'd expect, the two largest cities really, Tokyo and Osaka, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. with nearly five thousand cases in in Tokyo. Mm. I mean, you know, it's what you'd expect. The major. Major cities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, with uh, the dense populations and people commuting on trains and this and that. Exactly. Um, as you alluded to, there have been less than 50 new people infected or 50 new cases confirmed for seven days in a row now. And there has been talk appearing in the newspapers of lowering some of the restrictions um in place you know reducing the state mm -hmm. of emergency particularly in 34 prefectures where the situation is deemed not to be quite so serious yeah do you have any views on that do you think it will be good if japan can slowly start getting to normal or do you think it's too early to tell i don't know cuz you look at the other countries um mm. South Korea and, and and Germany as well that have tried to ease back in mm. to opening stuff up and then they've had th th then the number of cases jumps again. Yeah. 
And then, then, then you got the U.S., which just has no idea what it's doing and uh, isn't even seeing a decline in cases, but they're opening up anyway, and that's yeah. probably not going to be good either. But, but I think, it, but Japan's probably going to be looking at uh, South Korea and Germany, and yeah. how, yeah, even after the number of cases gets really uh, like somewhat manageable. Uh, the the minute you open things, you start opening things up, then it jumps again. So, I mean, yeah. like, what do you what do you what are you supposed to do? You know, I don't know. Yeah, you know, in one piece of worrying news that I read, um, at least thirty five people from around Japan, a number of different prefectures in Japan, have tested positive for the virus again after previously having had it and then recovering mm -hmm. so they were positive they recovered they tested negative and then right. later weeks later they tested positive again of those 35 people 32 of them did actually develop symptoms huh so, so that's quite worrying if that is the case if it's possible to catch it more than once the Ministry of yeah. Health, Labour and Welfare, Welfare did actually state that this was a possibility in some very rare cases. So hopefully it is just that. But well, know, that's, that's that's mm. kind of the that's the whole story of the the coronavirus. Really, mm. is that like if you look at it from a numbers perspective, mm. like like first of all, your chances of catching it aren't like that high. Yeah, yeah. Like all things considered, right? And then if you do get it, your chances of like you might not even get symptoms, first of mm. all. And even if you do, they might be mild. Mm. But then some people are gonna have really bad symptoms. And then of yeah. those people, most people aren't gonna die. But yeah, some yeah. people do. Yeah. And then then, then there's this whole idea of then there's a, another really low chance of getting infected again. Yeah. So, like, I wonder how it is for other like viral infections, uh, because the, the the common knowledge is that you know, once mm. you get a virus, and then if it doesn't kill you, then you won't get it again because you develop the antibodies. Yeah. But I wonder if in, if there are like rare cases of for other viruses, you know, that people get yeah. infected twice. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure the world will not fully be getting back to normal until there is a vaccine for coronavirus. Oh yeah, certainly. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the only that's the only way that uh that things are going to get back to truly get back to normal. Um, mm. And by by extension, um, it, it's still. I think it still leaves a a cloud over the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Like, are they really going to be able to have that kind of a large scale event in the absence of a vaccine? I mean, even with the vaccine, because not everyone's going to be able to have access to it. Yeah, yeah. And it might be the case that they have a vaccine that is you know, seems to work in 80% of cases, but they're still ironing out some of the little issues with it. You yeah, know? yeah. It, and it might still be enough to prevent, you know, Japan holding the Olympics next year. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned... I don't know. Yeah. You mentioned um, about people moving around in the Golden Week holidays and, yeah. uh, you know, sort of transmitting the virus to different parts of Japan. There was this story about, did you hear about this? A woman in, uh, well, she, you know, lived and worked in Tokyo and her family's home was in uh, Yamanashi or is in Yamanashi. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And she traveled from Tokyo to Yamanashi. Then when she was in Yamanashi, she received a diagnosis that she had coronavirus you know, she was tested after one of her co-workers was diagnosed with coronavirus. So then she went and got a test and she was found to be positive. Yeah. 
But then after she had the after she knew that she had the virus, she got on the high on a highway bus and went back to Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, of course, that's stupid behavior. I don't think anyone would condone that. You know, as soon as she knew the virus, mm-hmm. she should have been, you know, isolating. And if symptoms develop, go to hospital, obviously. But yeah. But there was she was subject to a lot of, you know, what the Japanese call bashing on, you know, online on, on Twitter and, and things. And basically the angry mob went after her. The angry mob went after her, exactly. You know, people were calling it, you know, saying if people die as a result of her spreading the infection, it's equivalent to like murder and terrorism and things. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, they found like her personal information and released that all over the internet. Oh, you know, really? Yeah, it prompted like Yamanashi Prefecture to get involved. I mean, people go pretty mm-hmm. crazy when they're worried about their health and safety, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Well, at least you didn't live in uh, Aichi Prefecture, right? They they just told everyone everyone's names. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. Um, just g- g- briefly as a, as an aside. Yeah, Aichi Prefecture, which is where uh, Nagoya is, one of the one of the bigger yeah. cities in in the middle of Japan. And they they have a section on their website that lists anonymous data. Yeah. Right. Like here here's here's the number of new cases for today, and like here's their like approximate address. Right. Yeah, just, just so yeah. people have an idea of like if there are a lot of cases like in their neighborhood or whatnot. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think over uh, I think it was about a week ago. They, yeah. whoever the person responsible for posting this information forgot to delete, like, the names. Oh, no. So, basically. Yeah, of, of the people. And, and, they, and, the, it, and they just straight up posted it on their website. Like, here's the names of all the people that oh, have been diagnosed. No. And, like, oh, no. like, I think it was their names, occupations, and yeah. I think they were grouped in, like, the, you know, the clusters they're called, right? Uh, so basically, I'm guessing they just had an Excel spreadsheet and before publishing, yeah. they were like deleting the appropriate columns or something and then they forgot to yeah, delete it. Yeah, but whoever, yeah, they forgot to delete the columns and they just threw uh, the Excel sheet no. up on their website, yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, well. So, yeah, uh, Japanese uh, government at its finest right there. Yes, sir. Yeah. D- but but one, anyway, yeah. Mm. Oh, I was just going to say one final sort of um, coronavirus-related stories. You know, um, obviously, schools across Japan have closed. There have been some that have reopened already. Around yeah. 70% of schools, according to an article I read, are expecting to remain closed until the end of this month, until the end of May. Mm-hmm. H- however, mm-hmm. around 90% of schools are considering shortening the summer holidays in order to make up for time lost due to being closed now. So most Japanese schools have summer holidays around mid-June to late August. And it seems like many schools are Mm -hmm, considering mm -hmm. rescheduling summer holidays from, you know, early August to late August, cutting them down to just two or three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems to almost like defeat the purpose of closing the schools in the first place, if that is true, but... Who knows, man? Oh yeah, I I I totally feel the same way. Mm. It it it, just, it seems to be a very I don't know short sighted way of doing things. I think. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, I don't know, but because the kids have. Like I, they've fallen behind on their studies, obviously, but I, I feel like there should be just adjust the curriculum. You know, like I don't really see what the yeah, what the because it's, because it's not like by and large the the play, the playing field is pretty level for for all the kids because everyone's out of school. Yeah, yeah. So it it seems to me if you just tweak the curriculum a bit. Maybe, I don't know, maybe, like maybe for your history class, you can 
skip a hundred years or something, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, like I mean, there 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 just seems to be you know any number of ways you could go about it. Oh, certainly. I think to you know, to keep it fair and still allow kids to have to you know have their time off and also limit their exposure to each other. Yeah, certainly, certainly. And I mean, how much of what kids are learning in school is is really vital, or you know, absolutely cannot be missed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I I guess a lot of it is just the way the the Japanese uh, education system operates, right? I mean, I, I think my understanding anyway is that the national government tells the schools like pretty much this long checklist of things that kids need to know yeah. and you must you must tick all the boxes yeah right i mean there's no there's no ifs ands or buts about it I, at least that's my understanding of the way they operate so yeah they have to fit in everything for whatever give for whatever grade level yeah yeah, I mean, I just think, you know, if you take into account the fact that probably at least half of the time that kids spend at school is doing things that are completely and totally non-essential, like, you know, sports activities or assemblies or mm -hmm, mm -hmm. other yeah. sort of nonsense. And well, <laughs> I'm not saying that sports yeah. are, and assemblies are total nonsense, but they're definitely not essential. And then fill in whatever you can of the essential stuff with online work and things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm you know and then yeah maybe see if we can actually make this all this sort of you know self-isolation and quarantine and things if it if it actually if we can make it have an actual purpose and all be worth worth something if we do manage to defeat this virus in the end day yeah yeah it'll all be for naught if uh if it just keeps coming back over and over when you end up in this weird state of like closing and opening yeah exactly yeah oh well shall we move on to our miscellaneous articles for today all righty um i'll uh let me pull up my article here okay all right so this was um a couple weeks back Mm. Around the end, around the end of April, yep. And the mayor of Osaka, mm. who is um, he's a controversial figure, I guess. He's he's one of those yeah. people that uh, he just kind of speaks his mind, I guess. And maybe sometimes he says more than he should. Yeah, it doesn't always toe the line. Yeah. So uh, his name is uh, Ichiro Matsui. Mm. And during the uh, so there's so the state of emergency is still going on, but the state of emergency yep. has been going on for about the past uh, month or so. Mm. And at a um, like a Q and A with reporters, he made the statement that uh, um, when people go shopping, mm. like during the lockdown. Mm. Um, that the men should go shopping for groceries. <laughs> okay. And his reasoning is that men, when men go shopping, yeah, like they, they don't dilly dally. Like they get, they buy what they need, and they they're out. Oh dear! Have the women of Osaka been dilly dallying? Is that what he's saying? <laughs> Well, yeah, and with women in general, he said, like, women take a long time to shop. Oh, dear. Therefore, it, and, you know, assuming that is true, that if the men went shopping, they would be outdoors for a shorter duration, so it's safer. Oh, oh, dear. And How did this go down? Yeah, it didn't go down very well on, uh... <laughs> <laughs> On on the Twitter. Fancy that. Did he get bashed on Twitter? Oh yeah, certainly, yeah. But but here's the thing. Yeah. Here, here here's 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 Kenzo's take. 
Okay, well, that's Kenzo's take. Well, so the um, there are statistics. All right. Like proper statistics um, for published by, let's see, this organization Statista. Okay. Which lists, which takes a look at all the, uh, the OECD countries. Mm. Plus China, India, and South Africa. So a good selection. Yeah, good selection of countries. And they list the average number of minutes that men and women spend shopping. Okay. And what did they find? And well, they found the findings were as one would expect, I think, in that men spend yeah. a significantly shorter amount of time shopping oh, than dear. women. Yeah. Um, if you look at Japan, on average, men spend 16 minutes mm. on household shopping per day. 16 minutes? 16 minutes. Well, well, it's if you think short, about it. it. Well, I mean, let's say you, um, you go shopping every, I don't know, Maybe once every two to three days. Yeah, yeah. And you, so that means because it's sixteen minutes on average, so that means mm, you spend mm. between half an hour to forty-five minutes in the grocery store. Which yeah. I, I don't know, it feels about right to me. Mm, yeah. Like, like like as a as a male, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, but then here's the thing: so men is sixteen, mm. women it's thirty-seven minutes. Ooh. On average, per day, over so it's twice over as double. long. Mm. Yeah. Did it have statistics for Japan in the OECD numbers? Oh yeah, that's for Japan. Oh sorry, sorry. Yeah. Oh dear. Was Osaka Mayor was he quoting this? I don't know. I'm pretty sure he wasn't. <laughs> um, he was probably just speaking anecdotally. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but the the numbers the numbers back back up his claims. Yeah, is there any possibility that those numbers? Because say if the men don't do any shopping in the first place, or say if half the men don't do any shopping, if the woman, you know, assuming it's a, a like a male and a female household, right? And if the woman in that household does the shopping. And then they asked, you know, say a hundred such households, how much time on average do you spend shopping per yeah, day? Or that, per okay, week? Yeah, I see where you're going with this. Then yeah, that, that's that's a definite possibility. Yeah. Only 50 of the men would answer, but they might have this each man that does shopping and each woman that does shopping might have the same amount of time, if that makes sense. Yeah, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's definitely possible. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. It's interesting though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. And it's not just for Japan, like all the other like pretty much for every country on that list, the uh the women spend yeah. more time shopping than the men. Yeah, yeah. But but in any case, yeah, he he got flamed all the way to the, the depths <laughs> of hell by the people on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Uh but uh, again, he's one of those guys like he doesn't really care. So, um, yeah, and yeah. I, don't, I don't think he apologized or anything. He's just like, whatever, man. <laughs> He's like, he just put on his shades and he was like, deal with it. Oh dear. I mean, Twitter is very popular here in Japan, isn't it? Because it, it will is. be in the next story as well. But it's, why, why do you think it's so popular here? People seem to like it, don't they? I think... And and this is a topic I think we've touched on hmm. a, a number of times in this podcast, but the, the I think the sense of anonymity it gives, yeah, and Japanese people, and and this is you know a generalization that you know might offend some people, but just having lived here and seeing how <clears throat> the their society operates. Um, mm. 
it's difficult for people to voice their opinions. Yeah. Yeah. In, in their daily life. And so I think a lot of these people, the Twitter is like an outlet for them to, to say what they want to say, but aren't able yeah. to say. Yeah, that's um, a good point. I mean, especially I do, again, you know, like you said, it's just my personal point of view, but I do kind of agree that people often find it difficult to express their opinions, especially about anything that could be taken even mildly you know, as in a controversial way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's just, why like, mm-hmm. I feel it's, um, <clears throat> I think in the West, like we, we don't have any trouble yeah. talking about controversial topics, like amongst friends. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but over here, even amongst friends, I, th- I feel like it's pretty rare too, because everyone's so uh, like conflict averse. I think. Yeah, certainly. That, yeah, even among friends, like it's it's pretty rare to talk about topics that might even have a slight chance of the the other per the person you're talking to having a, a difference of opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just from personal experience, I do agree with that. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, Twitter lets people be free. It liberates them from the chains of society. Yes, sir. Although it seems like the Osaka mayor feels pretty liberated anyway, even though everyone knows. Yeah, exactly yeah, I think he might he be. A, he might be. A, he might be a bit, a bit too liberated. Yeah, might need An to t- tone it down a notch. Uh, yes, sir. But yeah, there's really not anything more to that story. I just thought it was um, it was interesting because first of all, he needs to shut his mouth. But then second of all, you could say what he said was true to an extent. Yeah. But but twi- but Twitter don't care. Yeah. All the SJWs coming out of the woodwork. Oh, not the SJWs. Oh yeah, you know it, man. <laughs> well, bef- before we get dragged into our own Twitter flame war and the real Japan yeah. account gets gets taken down, shall shall we move on to the next story? Or, or yeah, was it? yeah. yeah. Um, although, hey, 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 Donald mm. Trump says no such thing as bad publicity. Well, it seems to work for him, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, worked for him. He's he's president of the United States. It worked. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, you, Living proof. you really could argue, especially in the, you know, Republican primaries, all the column inches that went to saying how bad he was were column inches that were taken away from other candidates, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh, well. well, that's a whole other can of worms. I think we'll move on now. A whole another can of worms. And this is a Japan podcast as well, not... That's right, that's right. Not our armchair... U.S. commentary uh, yeah. podcast. All right. Now, well, the next story this week concerns something that might appear at first glance to be a kind of minor administrative law change, legal change. But, yep. you know, similar to the last story, this caused a huge amount of backlash on Twitter that's still ongoing kind of caught mm-hmm. me on guard because off guard because I was very surprised when I started reading about it in the newspaper and I was sort of like, what is this and why are people so mad about it? But Yeah, yeah, it really hit me by surprise too. I didn't it was totally not on my radar until this whole thing blew up on Twitter. Yeah, it seems to have come out of nowhere. And mm. what it is is so Prime Minister Shinzo Abe and his government are planning to put through a law to enable the government to delay the retirement of high-ranking public prosecutors, basically from age 63 to 65. Yep. They are... That in itself is generally not seen to be a problem. They're also planning to put this 
law through kind of almost package two separate laws but package with another law that will revise the age of retirement for general public servants up to 65 as well in the same the same way and there'll also be a kind of stipulation that um you know public servants or prosecutors whichever they are have to step down from very senior management managerial posts once they get past a certain age mm-hmm. now the part that has caused a huge backlash on twitter is that in the prosecutors um bill the the act concerning delaying the retirement of uh high-ranking public prosecutors they are adding a clause that states that the government will be able to allow prosecutors to remain in senior posts past the age of 63, up to the age mm-hmm. of 65, provided they have the approval of the government. And, you know, there's a stipulation that if it will seriously hinder the operations of the public prosecutors to remove this, this person from their post but basically it means that the government can decide whether or not a certain prosecutor stays in office past the age of 63 right 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 um now we'll go into the reasons why this has attracted so much backlash in a minute but just to talk about the backlash it, it really is a huge amount of backlash online as we said it caught me off guard um you know, a lot of celebrities have been coming out and tweeting with this hashtag, you know, saying that they oppose mm-hmm. this this change, Kogishimasu, um, which means, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I oppose the, the change in the law. The hashtag, when I read the article, which I think was yesterday, the hashtag had apparently over 6.8 million tweets. Now... To be fair... That's I mean, a lot of tweets. That is a lot of tweets. We do have to remember that not every tweet is a person. You know, there could be one person sending out hundreds of tweets, and there probably are yeah, some people yeah, doing yeah. that, but still a significant number. One of the celebrities that tweeted her opposition that um, I think you are a fan of, I could be mistaken, but Karyu Pamu Pamu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'd, like her. <laughs> I didn't think she got involved in political things like this, but you I don't know. think so either. Yeah, mm. I, I think a lot of the because a, a number of celebrities have uh, tweeted their their approval of this protest. Yeah, uh, yeah. but but yeah, a number of them are not typically involved in uh, political causes. I don't think, but for yeah. for whatever reason, they all jumped on this bandwagon. Exactly. Um, another interesting aspect of the opposition to this. This amendment, of course, you know, opposition parties in the diet have obviously opposed this, but also the Japan Federation of Bar Associations, you know, basically representing attorneys across Japan. Yeah. Uh, You know, they stated their opposition to these revisions in a message from their chairman. Oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. You know, like like I said in the introduction to this story, they are not opposed to the idea of people working until they're 65 and personally for me i think it makes sense because people are healthier for longer these days but yeah 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 certainly but you know they said in in this statement that that should not be in the case of the public prosecutors it should not be down to a government decision it's only the second time ever i believe that the Japan Federation of Bar Associations has noted an opposition to a proposed law in this way. So it's a very, wow. very rare case. The uh, The Prime Minister was actually asked about, about this opposition to the proposed mm-hmm. uh, amendment. And he answered in kind of, a, kind of a bit of a sort of like nonchalant way. He said... You know, oh, I, I'm sure that there are people have many different opinions about things that the government does, mm-hmm, or something yeah. to that effect. Good, good answer. Yeah, exactly. It's like a non-answer. 
Exactly, exactly. Another um, member of the government stated that it might be some sort of organised effort that doesn't really represent the will of, of, of people. Some kind of... Oh, so thing. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. Fake news. <laughs> exactly. Hey, where, 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 have I, where have I seen this playbook before? <laughs> exactly. I'm not really sure if, if there was a conspiracy. I'm not really sure why... Who would be bothering to organise a conspiracy against this kind of change to a law in Japan about the age of retirement of public prosecutors? Yeah, but... and uh, one, one thing certainly is just the timing is so bad. Mm, mm. Because I yes. think there are, more press, there are more pressing issues to deal with. I think that's one of the reasons why people are so angry. Exactly. Um, and and whether or not th- this is true, I, like you know, nobody knows, but mm-hmm. it gives the appearance that they're trying to shoehorn in their agenda because exactly they're they're betting on people being too concerned with other things. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And the yeah, it, it, it just looks really bad, and maybe they got caught red-handed, or maybe it just turned out this way. I don't know, but exactly, they seem to be really pushing to get this this amendment passed as quickly as they can. They're aiming to get it through the lower house uh, this week. You know, mm-hmm. according to that mm-hmm. statement that I mentioned from the Japan Federation of Bar Associations, there might only be like a few hours really for debate on this issue. Um, yeah. Which is not sufficient for an issue where there's this many for an amendment where there's this many potential issues, which I'll, I'll go into in a minute. You know, the, the Prime Minister, Shinzo Abe, claimed that part of the reason they're pushing it through so quickly is because they need to allow time for the the knowledge of this law to, you know, to spread and for people have time to have time to adjust and to ensure that local governments have time to prepare. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I agree with what you said, that it this just seems like such bad timing for this but on the other hand there have been questions about maybe well maybe they're doing this because people are preoccupied with the the coronavirus at the moment and they're trying to push through their agenda yeah it, like the uh mm, the optics are terrible no matter what way you cut it exactly and i mentioned that this they're kind of bundling it with another law about general public servants which is Nowhere near right, as, yeah. as controversial. And this is, it does seem to be a tactic of the Abbe's administration that they'll basically push through their reforms, whatever people think. And when they've done this before, they've bundled them together with other laws that make it difficult for um, the uh, proposed amendments to be properly debated in the, in the diet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the specific examples include the revisions to labor laws and the questions about collective defense, you know, whether or not Japan can send troops to defend an ally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, now, just to go into kind of the reasons for this, the opposition um, to this amendment, for people that are still not quite sure what all the fuss is about, in general terms, part of the opposition is based on the principle that the justice system should be separate from the government and it should be independent. Because in theory, at least, the um, you know, like the head of the Supreme Prosecutor's Office has the power to actually arrest and charge the you know, high-ranking high members of the government, even, for example, the the prime minister. So it should be like a kind of check on government. Whereas if the government is able to put people that are, you know, close to the government in power, there's a potential for, you know, for abuse of the system and, and ensuring that any cases negative to the government are squashed, basically. And specifically... This relates to our old mm-hmm. friend, Hiromu Kurokawa. Do you remember him? Uh, yeah, it sounds familiar. Yes, sir. Well, for listeners that managed to stay awake 
during our deep dive on the Moritomo land issue, uh, the Moritomo land scandal, he was the head... Um, Oh, sorry, he is currently the head of the Tokyo High Public Prosecutor's Office. And the reason we mm -hmm. mentioned him in regard to the Moritomo land scandal is because at that time, there were suggestions that he may have been one of the parties putting pressure on the Osaka police not to uh, charge the or not to arrest people from the Ministry of Finance that were involved in, yeah, 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 in changing the documents. I mean, regardless of whether or not that is true, he's certainly seen as someone that's very close to the Abe administration. Mm. And what happened was in January this year, the government sort of um, passed so. He is head of the Tokyo High Public Prosecutor's Office and he was supposed to uh, retire on his 63rd birthday, which came in oh. February. Yeah, and but the government passed a sort of um, unusual, you know, or made a, a decision within the cabinet to allow him to stay on his, in his post past his 63rd birthday which I believe is the first time that's ever happened for the head of a prosecutor's office. I'm not 100% on that, but I think it is. So yeah. they extended his term in office for six months until August. You might be thinking, well, what's the, you know, what's the point in that? However, the head of the Supreme Public Prosecutor's Office, Nobuo Inada is his name, he uh -huh. appears likely to retire in... July of this year, you know, based on when he came into office. Oh. So if Kurokawa were to retire in February, as he was supposed to, he wouldn't be able to take on the post of head of the Supreme Pr Public Prosecutor's Office. Right, right, right. This way, there's a theory that they can put him in, you know, they've extended it for six months from his 63rd birthday. That would go run until August, so that allow, gives them time to put him in the position of head of the Supreme Public Prosecutor's Office. And then once right. he's in that post, he's allowed to stay in his post until he's 65. So there's kind of a a feeling that perhaps they are adding this law to retroactively yeah, to help, justify... Help out, their, help out their homeboy. Exactly, exactly. You know, I mean, to give credit to the government or to give them their say... Abe denied that there's any fear of or any concerns surrounding, you know, the appointment of people who are, you know, close or favourable to the government or biased. And he denied that there's any fear of harming the neutrality of the justice system. There was also... Well, in of the course he's going to say that. <laughs> exactly. In the article <laughs> that I read, um, you know, they had a quote from someone in a prosecutor's office who said that the head of the prosecutor's office wouldn't have much say in the day-to-day -day affairs of the office and wouldn't cover up or squash cases in that way. But, I mean, who knows? It certainly doesn't look good at all, does it? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. The part that I don't understand is, mm. like, if it was just a simple matter of, okay, people living longer, um, yeah. let, let's, let's bump up the age. Yeah, yeah. Uh, why, like, why this whole thing about it needs to get the government stamp of approval? Exactly. Why, why, why don't they just raise it? Exactly, exactly. And I you think know? that's why people are so, uh, um, are so disappointed and 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 so angry at this change. Yeah, certainly. It just, it just reeks of like favoritism and. Like stacking the the judicial system in favor of whoever happens to be in power at the time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the murky web of lies, scandal, and corruption continues. Yeah, and uh, so, I mean, I guess they're going to try to 
push this through uh, quickly. So um, yeah, maybe by next week or the week after, we'll be able to have a, a follow up on on this bit of news. Yep, it certainly looks like it. They've been quite resolute in you know press conferences and things that this yeah. is, this is what they plan to do. I mean, this seems to be the the Abe administration's kind of you know main mode of operation. They just push through their agenda. Yep. Without any real consideration for for debate. And, and just just to play uh, to play mm. devil's advocate here, um, like if if I was in the administration's shoes, yeah, I, I'd probably be doing the same thing. Because, <laughs> Would you? well, well, I mean, it, it, so, so they have their agenda; they want to yeah. get certain things done. Yeah. Um. And the thing is, so every, you know, everyone's outraged right now, right? And, and and this is it's the same thing that the administration in the U.S. does. Um, but mm-hmm. just do do whatever the hell you want, and then a week later, yeah. like, or even a day later, the next news cycle, like everyone's talking about something else. Yeah, yeah, it's like true. Like they're yeah. gonna they're gonna they're gonna forget it ever happened, especially now with yeah. this whole coronavirus thing. Yeah, like the, people might be people might be pissed off for a couple of days, but yep. then there will be some you know there will be some new coronavirus headline, and everyone's gonna forget about it. So yep. Um, like as far as like, pl- like donate the player, hate the game. I guess like they're just playing the game, and yep. they're they're pretty good at it from uh, from yep. what I can tell. So they're political operators, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, certainly. So, but but in in either case, we'll uh we'll definitely have a follow up to this one. See how it uh, see how it turns out. We certainly will. Um, but with uh, with that being said, um, we've gone off for about an hour, so I think we'll uh, maybe wrap it up here. Sounds good to me. Yep. So um, yeah, thanks for staying with us for this past hour. Um, as always, if you want to connect with uh, Ferg and myself, you can find us on. Instagram and Twitter. Our username for both of those is Real Japan Guys. Or you can check out our website at thereal.jp or email us at mail at thereal.jp. And find this podcast on iTunes and Spotify and um, I think Google Podcasts as well. So yeah, check us wow. out on whatever platform you like. Yes, sir. Oh, you can also listen to it directly on the website as well if um, you prefer that. Yes. Yep. So, yeah, I guess we will see everyone next week. Goodbye, listeners. Bye-bye.